Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mansula, good morning. Steve, over refreshing money and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. In Niger, sure, getting real there. The ruling Junta's civil society, they calling on the nation to mobilize to fight for the country's freedom and push back against foreign interference. This is really around the coup, which is not about freedom at all. Stephen, remember yesterday it was their Independence Day, which was celebrated with this uh, protest by a civil society group calling itself M62 with the military junta. They went on to say that they will defend Niger by all means necessary. We know, Stephen, that we are still having the French uh, soldiers in Niger. Uh, we still have the U.S. and others have been pulling out. But what is uh, interesting is that we are we are talking of 48 hours now before that intervention coming from ECOWAS. And we know that Senegal also yesterday, the Foreign Affairs Minister, uh, Sal, telling reporters in Dakar that there are one coup too many in the region. They will be siding with the ECOWAS. They will have to go there and support the ECOWAS intervention forces. Remember, there was a meeting on Wednesday also of the military chiefs for three days of consultation on how to deal with Niger. So it's waiting since, Stephen, like I said, we're waiting for 48 hours come Sunday. What will happen in Nime, Niger? Sure. And then in Sudan, uh, Amnesty International, the situation for ordinary people there, very, very bad, and particularly for women. Stephen, this is very sad because they are using weight like extensive war crimes are being committed by both sides uh, since April, and they are both accusing the army of Al- Ab- I mean Abdel Fattah Al Buran, also uh, his former deputy, the paramilitary uh, rapid support group forces, Mohammed Ahmed Daglu. We are talking of children, young girls, as far as at the age of twelve, are uh, facing sexual violence, uh, targeting of civilians. So this report is coming out clear, Stephen, lamenting about the situation uh, in Sudan. Even if we have such reports, Stephen, what does the IGA do? What does the AU do? What does the mediators do when they get such a heated uh, dossier of the human rights observers and researchers saying that this is what's happening in Khartoum currently. We are talking of uh, even Darfur also, uh, the western region of Darfur, where we are talking of 3,900 people who have been killed 3.3 3.3 million people, they are moving all over Sudan. Sure. And Zimbabwe, also not great news there. Human Rights Watch, they say that um, there's a big report, it's called Crush Them Like Lice, Repression of Political Rights Ahead of the Election. Stephen, this report was conducted actually between April and May uh, this year. They say they have interviewed 28 people, including representatives from the main opposition party, election observers, lawyers, human rights activists, and they are looking at that the the conditions, the weather pattern of elections in that country is not so even conducive for political parties to exercise their rights like you'll know that in a rural area as they say it's a no-go zone area for the opposition parties as we know that we know that the triple c citizens coalition for change and the zanu pf are the ones contesting for these harmonized elections counting also 19 days to go for those elections but this report also steven it's raising also the the role of the zimbabwean electoral commission how they have dealt with elections previously they also remind Zimbabwean government of their commitment both at the UN and at the African level on the African Charter on Human and People's Rights. So this Human Rights Based Watch report coming from the uh, from 
U.S. Stephen is a skating report raising in terms of the state of readiness for Zimbabwe decides in 2023. And then in Rwanda, the present Paul Kagame, he's found the perfect person to be in charge of policy and strategy, and he knows it quite well. Very well, and this was a senior policy analyst in in the same office. But remember, this decision was taken by the cabinet uh, this week, uh, where he has appointed his daughter, Angie Kagame, as the uh, presidential advisor and the head of policy and strategy in the office of the president. Remember, all earlier they say also his son, Ian Kagame, he's, has joined the presidential guard. Others are saying Museveni Kagame, same WhatsApp group, where they have been seen that their family members are occupying serious positions in the presidency and then you're taking us back to this day 4th of august 1993 it's almost three decades Stephen. if we, we can recall that the rwanda civil war that took place was agreed only on this day uh, in tanzania what we call the arusha accord it was signed today between the government of the then rwanda and the tutsi rwanda uh, patriotic front which kagame was leading so the rwanda i mean the arusha agreement of rwanda also pushed for the commission of inquiry the national commission on human rights to look at all human rights violations committed by all parties in rwanda asante sana sg is still leading the conversation safm sipul and tula thank you very much indeed back next week and of course more from our continent through the day here on safm 20 minutes to seven